Hello and welcome to Camera Eats First. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are Two Market Girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, how we make our recipes, how we run our blog, and we keep you up to date on trending news topics in the vegan world. So on today's episode, to continue our conversations surrounding Veganuary and helping educate people who might be new vegans or non-vegans who know a vegan or just, you know, your everyday vegan, we're talking about ingredients. Ingredients. They can be so... Every single ingredient. We're going to run through all of them. It's going to be a long one, guys. Starting with A's. Apples. (laughs) (laughs) They could not be vegan if they had beeswax on them. (laughs) okay but before we get into that let's do the news this is plant-based news with cat and dev bringing you their unsolicited opinions on the stories and scandals taking the vegan world by storm hello and welcome to the news i'm devin and i'm Catherine. on today's episode hey cat are you loving it (laughs) (laughs) i had no idea what was happening i know i'm loving it (laughs) Except I'm not trying it. <laughs> oh, what are we talking about? We're talking about McDonald's <laughs> because last so last September they launched their PLT, plants, lettuce, tomatoes. Is that what it stands yeah, for? Yeah, it's a Beyond Burger, but they launched it only in London, Ontario, and like the surrounding area. Yeah, and then this week they announced that they were expanding to 28 more locations, still in southern Ontario, which is still a small test, but. It's progress. Yes, it is progress. Because they were in 24 locations before, I think right? So, something yeah. like that. I think their total is up to 50 something now, like 52. Okay. Um, so now they've expanded to Guelph, Kitchener, Waterloo, and some of the surrounding areas. So just going out slowly but surely. Yeah. So they're a little bit closer to us, but they're still pretty far west yes. from us. Um, but it is a good sign. Mm-hmm. Now they started in London because apparently that's a common place for products to get tested because i wonder why you've i think it's because you've got a little bit of urban you've got a little bit of rural and then you've also got like the university town thing Hmm. happening got all the age groups covered all the like class groups covered all the yeah and it was mentioning that in one of the reasons they thought london too was because globally local started there which is a fast food drive-through restaurant that was very popular so they thought maybe there is a market to test here but it's oh. also not like a huge vegan city, so it wouldn't be... Skewed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, they mentioned that some of the more rural locations withdrew from the second phase of the test. I don't know exactly what that means, but that was mentioned in one of the articles. So maybe some of the rural locations were struggling to meet I'm, the demand. I'm so interested in the fast food menu because I'm curious because like for like I understand if things are struggling to meet demand. Mm-hmm. But there's like meat <laughs> There's like there's no way everything on the McDonald's menu performs well everywhere. Well enough to justify to keeping it on yeah. the menu. But like there's almost there's hardly ever just like location based things on a McDonald's menu. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes there is, sometimes it's but it's like Canada wide, Canada has this, the US doesn't, things like that. But I've never seen it so specific to big cities have this menu mm-hmm. and other like smaller towns don't. So I'm so curious when it comes to like all these plant-based things, like so many people are like, we're taking it away from small towns or this province or this. Like, are the sales that bad there where they can't mm-hmm. justify keeping it on the menu there because the sales elsewhere don't make up for it? Like, I'm really curious because there's no way everything on the McDonald's menu sells well everywhere. That's a really good point. I never thought about it that way. 
Because there are a lot of things on the menu and that's got to change between locations. And then you'd think that their reason would be, oh, it's too niche of a product. But if they are already putting out niche products across the country. Yeah. Although some of the niche items might be limited time. Yeah. Like they'll bring in yeah, yeah, yeah. a special chicken sandwich and then. But like, yeah, I'm just like, I'm so curious by that because there's like a lot of business strategy. Like, I don't know fast food necessarily, mm-hmm. but like there is such a thing as like having a product that brings someone in but doesn't actually make you money, but mm-hmm. it brings people in to buy other things that would make them money. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm curious like what their thought process behind plant-based stuff is when they decide we're not going to sell it here, but we're going to sell it here. Like, is it just performing like horribly there to the point where like they can't justify supplying it there because everything else doesn't make up for the fact that it's performing horribly there Mm -hmm. so i'm like curious by all that kind of stuff because there's like a lot of companies will keep something on the menu that isn't a big profit driver for them but people like it or it brings people in and they buy other things through it so i'm like curious by all the like decisions being made around plant-based food and fast food restaurants Maybe there's just like this extra level of like hesitate hesitation and uncertainty when it comes yeah. to plant based items. And I mean, with McDonald's, they've never even had like a veggie burger. I think they have in the past, but I don't not think it lasted long. long. Yeah. yeah, and it might not have been everywhere. Like I don't know, but right. I have heard like something of McDonald's used to have okay. a veggie burger. But I think they were like really early mm-hmm. and didn't like way before the time of doing it, so it didn't do well, and they like got rid of it. Are you kind of surprised that we haven't seen McDonald's in the States do anything yet? Not really. I don't know why I'm not surprised. But like maybe it's just because like McDonald's nowhere has really been doing anything other than the UK. The UK does everything. Right. Um, But I don't know. McDonald's seems like one of those companies that would be slow to change Hmm. because it's got such a reputation behind it because like people love it so much for what it is. It's been around for so long. They're a leader in the industry. So why change that? Hmm. But it seems like a company that would be slower to change because they also don't necessarily need to change. Like, I'm sure they're doing fine. <laughs> but for the planet. No, like, I understand. Yeah. But, like, no one at McDonald's headquarters is thinking about the planet. They're thinking about how to grow their company. Oh, dear. I assume. Not to, like, blanket statement all McDonald's employees. But, like... You're so insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, though, because, like, in the States, I feel like a lot of burger places that have brought in a vegan burger, it's the Impossible Burger more often than in the, the Beyond States, Burger. In the States, yeah. So do you think that they'd choose Beyond there as Is well? Is the Beyond Burger anywhere in the States in fast food um, restaurants? Actually, other than, I think Duncan has it in their, their breakfast, breakfast sandwiches. sandwich, yeah. but not as a burger. Yeah, I feel like we don't hear about it as much. Like, we hear a lot about the Impossible Burger. Oh, doesn't, like, taco places have Beyond, I think, in the States? I think there's a few taco places that have like the crumble mm. and stuff. Okay. I think. I don't know for sure. Yeah. I never realized it. Right. You hear everything about the Impossible Whopper and that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And maybe there's like a lot of places, maybe because like I think there's actually been less growth in the States for fast food options that we've heard of. At least maybe there's tons that we just don't know about. Um, but like maybe it's because a lot of places can't keep up with the Impossible Burger. Like they can't. Um support the cost of it Mm because i'm assuming it's more expensive than the beyond burger but i could be wrong Mm. they can't support the cost of it and i don't think impossible is able to supply as much as beyond is and maybe companies want impossible over beyond because they think it'll perform better Mm. which it kind of sounds like it might yeah everyone who's tried it says freaking amazing um so maybe they're just waiting for impossible to be able to supply a little bit more before they like lock in a contract with beyond i don't know now that begs the question if it ever does come to canada which i hope it does do you think it'll be burger king that brings it in then 
because they already tested in the state yeah i don't know what the connection of burger king u.s and burger king canada is because i didn't realize this but a lot of fast food places aren't actually connected to the like u.s and canada are pretty separate companies yeah that's like a and w is a completely separate company the u.s and the canadian branch so maybe it's the same thing for Mm -hmm. burger king i have no idea but i hope they bring it in not that i've ever really liked burger king if i'm being honest but i'll give it a try if they put the impossible burger on their menu because like who else there's wendy's that could yeah wendy's could do it but wendy's is like another one that doesn't seem likely to change no because like i feel like they could have already Mm -hmm. like i don't know Uh, wendy's doesn't seem one that's likely to change unless they see it proven elsewhere and they have to because they're losing people which i don't think they will but um i don't know i I hope wendy's adds something into i hope all the fast food places add a option yeah no matter what i think it'll be very interesting when the first place gets impossible and then yeah i'm curious when it's gonna come to canada i hope it does it might never who knows i don't know um i'm happy with beyond i really like the beyond burger but i'm curious about the impossible burger i know i just really want to try it i want to try the rave about it well either way it's good to see mcdonald's expanding their test here Mm -hmm. in ontario and it's a positive sign yeah i don't know how long they're going to be running this test before they i think i read somewhere that it was going to be like three months three months okay i think don't quote me on that i will that's what the podcast (laughs) is for okay (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be like a tweet i think (laughs) Catherine. (laughs) anyways we will keep you posted on any beyond burger updates for mcdonald's but we're gonna move on because it is the year of vegan award shows yeah award show i've never seen before Mm, that's okay didn't know it was aired on tv (laughs) so following in the shoes of the golden globes are the critics choice awards who are also going vegan for environmental reasons they said together we are looking forward to providing our incredible honorees nominees and guests with delicious and thoughtful food during our show so what is that food well the menu what though. is it Catherine? baja freshes baja <laughs> baja 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 Veggie? thank you for my baja tacos <laughs> oh. veggie tacos and burritos as well as the counters burgers it's a restaurant that has two plant-based burgers on its ordinary menu including the impossible burger and the sprouted veggie um, so this article wasn't sure which burger or if both would be served at the award show. And then for dessert, they're going to be having desserts from Pinkberry and Cold Stone Creamery. So just like ice cream, I guess. Ice cream and frozen yogurt. Sounds pretty casual. Tacos, That's burgers, ice like, cream. I don't know what, like I've never seen the Critics' Choice before ever. Me don't know what it's like. Don't know the scale of it. But like it literally is like, and I don't know what counters is me neither i don't know what like but like pinkberry is a frozen yogurt place am i wrong like it's yeah, just so yeah. casual <laughs> maybe it is like it's like it's very interesting in the fact that it's not one caterer it's like a bunch of different restaurants doing each portion of the menu it's kind of weird in my head i'm just picturing food trucks at yeah show. <laughs> <laughs> they're like line up for your tacos yeah. please <laughs> which i'm like i'm never opposed tacos and burgers delicious but it's so different than like the golden globes when you saw that like beautiful curated menu by a caterer Mm -hmm. (laughs) now in the article they don't mention like what was originally going to be served yeah so maybe it was going to be casual anyways because you could also think that oh they've switched to a vegan menu and they weren't really sure what to make so that's why the food is so got a bunch of restaurants to just yeah do it but yeah i don't 
that's the thing like i know nothing about the critics choice awards mm-hmm. nothing that's okay um either way do you think that other award shows are gonna feel like the pressure to continue this trend i wonder and the first one that doesn't do it well because like not all award shows have dinners either that's true like the oscars don't have a dinner no i don't think the grammys, the grammys do. don't have a dinner because that's just in a theater right? yeah um i don't know any other award shows do the emmys sit at tables or do they sit in the theater the tonys don't have a dinner what else is left the uh, the emmys i don't, I don't know, know about, about the, the emmys, emmys but i also don't think that they're There's in like this people's choice awards is that a thing yes <laughs> but i don't know when those ones are i think the emmys are later in the year i have no idea but like a lot of them don't have sit down dinners mm-hmm. so like they might have like little snacky things that go around before but not a lot of them have dinner as like a main mm-hmm. point of the event so i don't know if we'll hear about many more doing it well then if we get 100 percent of the awards <laughs> show award dinners <laughs> yeah but who knows, maybe like the ones, because like, I assume the Oscars and things like that have like gift bags, so maybe they'll try and gear those oh, ones to yeah, less waste, yeah, yeah. or like veganism or whatever it is, maybe they'll try and change up like areas where they can, because yeah. like I assume those gift bags are pretty wasteful probably, so maybe they'll try and change those up. And I remember last year, I think we talked about some of the items that were in the gift bags for yes. And they were Oscars. some vegan things, the, right? Yeah, they were definitely trying to sneak in more yeah. vegan options so maybe we'll see even more this yeah. year and like you said hopefully some sustainable stuff yeah. too um but yes most of them i don't think have dinners so which is why i think a lot of people like when you like actually watch the stars talk about award shows and they like i love the golden globes because we get to eat food exactly like, the oscars people always talk about sneaking snacks in their bag <laughs> right, right and ellen ordering pizza yeah because <laughs> like they don't get fed so. okay this time order vegan pizza yes Who, i don't know who's hosting they might no one's hosting. Oh. They have. They're. Tr- I think they're. They either haven't announced it or no one's hosting again, like last year. Right. Which last year didn't go well. But I hope they get someone to host it because last year was so boring. I mean, the Oscars is at least kind of boring, but um, last year was the they had Kevin Hart. Yeah, yeah and, and then the last minute they this his like tweet insensitive yeah. tweet or something, and then last minute they changed it to no host at all, which did, I don't think went well for them. Okay, well, whoever is hosting, or even if there isn't a set host, whoever has got, like, some time on the stage, yeah, order a vegan pizza. Yes. <laughs> but speaking of vegan pizza, yeah. so Domino's in the States has now said that they are sort of maybe testing some toppings. Sort of maybe. Yes, it's very, I don't very, know how you can sort of maybe be testing. <laughs> it's uh, casual and non-committal. So we already know that in the UK, Domino's has vegan options available, right? We've, I think we've I talked. already knew that. Yes. No, I didn't. Yes. We've we've <laughs> talked about it before. Okay. Um, yeah. In in the UK and I think in Australia, they mm-hmm. have some vegan options. And then since Pizza Hut, who is apparently Domino's biggest competitor in the States, has started to introduce vegan toppings in the States. Pizza Hut. Yeah. Are you There's surprised no vegan. I mean, a little bit because Pizza Hut's not that big in Canada anymore, at least. No, we're talking about America No, here. I know. So I'm just like surprised at the difference. Because Pizza better. Pizza isn't in the States, right? Pizza Pizza is Canadian. Yeah. So, because Pizza Pizza is the number one here for sure. I guess so, yeah. So yeah, I think because Pizza Hut has started testing stuff, Domino's is kind of feeling like the pressure to maybe see if this is a viable option for them. Yeah. But they're doing it like very... Wait, what is Pizza Hut doing in the slowly. States? Does Pizza Hut have those options here? They don't do No, that. not here. It's, I think last year, yeah, last October, they introduced a vegan sausage topping mm, at one location Canada, in get Arizona. Because 
because like i hear pizza hut is so good i just don't remember it didn't we just talk about um pepper pepper phony is that pizza that was hut? pizza hut yeah in here i don't know if it was here okay. or in the uk okay but either way pizza hut's making moves yeah domino's in the states definitely needs to catch up yeah so this is what they're doing they are internally testing plant-based topping options they didn't disclose the progress of those tests or any definitive launch details but they're basically saying that they're aware that other people are doing this and it could provide a good value to consumers but they want to see if it's viable for them to carry it if there's enough supply and if people will buy it mm-hmm. um what's interesting i'm going to read the quote from what's their name richard allison who is the u.s ceo uh-huh. he said we are testing those things plant-based foods today if they prove to have consumer appeal and are items we could offer at a good value to the customers and be profitable profitable for the franchises (laughs) franchises no it says franchise french franchise i understand what they're trying to say i don't know yeah (laughs) and if there's a good stable supply for those products you may see some of them on the domino's menu I've personally tried many of the plant-based proteins, and I think the industry is doing a pretty good job today, particularly around things that come in the form of crumbles. So think about sausage or beef. So think about sausage or beef that you could put on a pizza. As opposed to... Cheese. But it's a weird way of talking about it. (laughs) Um, So there are some scheduled launches for 2020 like for products at Domino's, but they won't disclose if any of those are going to be vegan. Um, that's the only updates for Domino's. I was just reading like at the end of the article, it talks about what they have in Australia. So they have a variety of pizzas topped with vegan cheese. That's actually from follow your heart. And then they have a plant-based beef that is created in house. And then they talk about how pizza hut launched their vegan sausage topping, which is made by Morningstar farms, but it was only at one location in Arizona. What are you reading about now? <laughs> this title caught my attention. Piers Morgan has a sexy encounter with a vegan sausage roll in a new erotic novella. <laughs> what is that from The Onion? No, Vetch News. Someone actually wrote an, ereti- er- an erotic novella about Piers Morgan and the Greg's vegan sausage roll. Because <laughs> he's like really so weird against fan vegans fiction. or something. <laughs> he's like against vegans or something. Yeah, or something. Uh, it's available for $1.29, this erotic, erotic novella. Um... The price of a Greg's vegan sausage roll. <laughs> okay, so any, if there's any listeners who want us to do a dramatic reading of this novella, just let us know because we're always looking for podcast content. <laughs> the novella details a and romantic a tryst between sure. Good Morning Britain host Piers Morgan and Greg's vegan sausage roll. Catherine, this is a quote. will you play the role of the sausage? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He was a well-loathed morning TV personality. She was su- she was seduction, sin, and plant-based. She was. <laughs> it's a, a twelve-page book. <laughs> we could totally read that on the yeah. podcast. His pulse raced every time he thought of her. Either that, or his rage-induced high blood pressure was finally catching up with him. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay. Critics are calling the short story a twenty-first-century Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> That's amazing. We can't probably can't read the whole thing for like copyright reasons. Yeah. But we could pick out some favorite quotes. Yeah. But I just so that whole quote of critics are calling this a 21st century Romeo and Juliet. If Shakespeare was on drugs is the finishing <laughs> sentence. The, fo- the story follows Morgan as he engages in an illicit affair with the vegan snack. 
at one point detailing a scene where Morgan is found covered in layers of pastry and vegan sausage. This is hilarious. Because he's like so against veganism. Oh, yeah. so. Do you think he knows oh, about it? It's a, a YouTuber wrote it. Really? YouTuber Al- Alizy Yeezy? I think she's she's obviously from she or he is obviously from the UK. Um, let's see. Oh, that's so fun. It's a, apparently it's available on Amazon UK. So yeah, let us know. I really want to read it. <laughs> twelve pages. I can get through twelve pages. Yeah, easily. Is it about a sausage? I can get through twelve pages, but a vegan sausage. <laughs> Piers Morgan though, mm, not so much. No, that could be rough. That's definitely rough. But uh, we could talk about another interesting duo yeah what is it subway's meatballs <laughs> and martha stewart <laughs> so random <laughs> i was so confused when i like hurt i think hutch sent me that article of like partnering with martha stewart and i was like wait what <laughs> yeah so subway actually launched their beyond meatball marinara, marinara sub last september at hundreds of locations in north america but the response was a little bit underwhelming. The phrase, um, they're saying people were faced with meat-free fatigue. Which I don't, what does that mean? I don't know. Like they were just tired of all the meat-free options? Yeah, too much or meat Or they were eating that- it and getting tired. Oh no. <laughs> like, you know, meat sweats with and all that stuff. <laughs> with all that protein? <laughs> so much protein. Um, so now that they're trying, I think they're, yeah, they're putting it nationwide across Canada. Just Canada. Yeah, just Canada. Okay. And they thought that bringing on Martha Stewart to help launch that campaign I would mean, make sense. It's a super weird commercial. It's super normal. Let me, maybe I'll just insert a little quote from it. Yeah. Right here. The new Beyond Meatball Marinara Sub is now available only at Subway. How do you grow these plant-based meatballs? Gently plant one in a bed of marinara. And eight weeks later, you have this. I tend to them with sterling silver shears, but truly any silver will do. They must be kept at approximately 62.7 degrees Celsius. Any higher, and I fan them by hand. It's super weird, but it's super funny. Is it? I don't Is know if I would like call it super humor? funny. It's just like, it's one of those things that like doesn't make sense, but you kind of like it because it doesn't make sense, but you also kind of don't like it because it doesn't make sense. And I feel like that's what they were going for, at least the first part of that. Yeah. I don't know where I fall, like, I'm right in the middle and I don't know which way I'm leaning to the like if I'm leaning towards the part that I'm like oh they tried too hard mm-hmm. or if I'm leaning to the point where I'm like they tried hard enough it's kind of funny <laughs> but also like ever since Martha Stewart started hanging out with Snoop Dogg so much I kind of felt like yo her Martha brand was shifting to is be the random. best <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised Snoop Dogg wasn't also in that commercial I kind of want him to be I he think that's how been. Subway would win yes yeah that's the thing like Martha's great Snoop's great. Martha and Snoop together are yeah. like amazing. And because Snoop did the Dunkin' Donuts stuff, right? Yeah, they oh should have gosh, joined forces. They totally team up. Um, yeah, no, the two of them I think are hilarious together, and I think that would have been great. Mm-hmm. So this is the quote from the senior marketing director at Subway Canada, Christina Wells. Okay. Martha is the perfect partner to announce the nationwide launch of the Beyond Meatball Marinara Sub in Canada. Martha's green thumb and culinary prowess made her a natural fit to speak to the unbelievable cultivation and care that goes into creating the Beyond Meatball. I don't know. I have a hard time caring about a Beyond Meatball. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you. Do you want to eat this? I want to try it because I'm curious, but I don't necessarily want to try it because 
I think I'll get it all the time. Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't really like Subway. Okay. That's fair. The product. Like, I used to get it because it was an easy thing to get. And cheap. And cheap. But, like, the more you get it, the more you realize that it actually kind of doesn't taste good. Mm-hmm. The breads aren't very good. Mm-hmm. The veggies are okay most of the time, but mm-hmm. sometimes they're not. And depending on the person you get, sometimes they really under, like, put the veggies. They mm-hmm. should be putting way more, especially when you're just getting veggies. Yep. Um, I don't know. It's not my favorite place to go when there's so many other delicious fast food options around me, like Bonnie Boys and Basil Box and all this stuff. So I don't really go there. I want to try it just to try it and see what it's like but i can't ever see myself actually getting it regularly even if it's really good because i just don't really like subway and like honestly a meatball sub might be my least favorite sandwich to ever exist but like i don't get it you don't like it with all the like marinara and the cheese and all that kind of stuff right no but i do like if it was just the meatballs yeah and then you can get your veggie toppings and whatever else on it i feel like that's fine because that's just meat yeah i would try just the balls and (laughs) Anyways, as a vegan, I can't try the full thing anyways because it's got three different kinds of cheese on it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't necessarily appeal to me. I've heard good things about it. Mm -hmm. Someone tried it on Instagram the other day. I think it was Toronto Vegan Mom tried it. Mm -hmm. I think she posted about it. She said it was good. I don't know what she got on hers, but uh, yeah. No, I don't. I don't really care about it because I don't really care about Subway, Mm -hmm. but I'm glad to see the option. Yeah, because Subway usually ends up being like my last resort. Yeah. And it ends up being like a salad in a bun, which is super <laughs> depressing. Yeah. But and I, I used to get the falafel, but now I'm, I wasn't sure if it came with dairy or egg yeah. in it. So I stopped getting that. But now I could just sub in and I'm like now it's just instead of falafels, it's Beyond meat, meatballs. It's meatballs in my salad sandwich. <laughs> yeah. And maybe meatball, it, meatball salad. In desperate times, I'm sure that that would be okay. Yeah, I I don't know. Like maybe the seasoning in the meatballs is really good. I hope so. Yeah. But I yeah, I just I got over. Like I used to get Subway a lot when there was Subway really close to where I used to work, and it was like kind of the only option I could get really quickly when I just needed something. Yeah. But like the more I like don't have it, the more I have everything else around me. The more I realize I really don't like Subway. I'm also. For anyone who's not live doesn't live in Canada, I love Mr. Sub over Subway like mm. any day. Mr. Sub's a Canadian sub sandwich uh, franchise. I think it's significantly better than Subway, mm-hmm. but I still also don't really get Mr. Sub. So there's not as many locations no. anymore, right? Because Subway just took over. Yeah, they also like um, Marketplace, uh, which is like a news organization here in Canada. They did a expose on chicken at fast food restaurants and like tested to see actually how much of the con of the chicken is actually chicken and not like filler or like sodium or whatever. And Subway was the worst one. Mm-hmm. The one you think is like the healthiest option. Like this is compared to like places like McDonald's and Wendy's and A&W. And they were like less than 50% chicken in their chicken breast, which when you look at it, you kind of get because yeah. it doesn't look like chicken. And like, I mean, it seems silly that we're opposed to this because we don't eat chicken. We eat fake chicken. But like we know we're eating fake chicken at mm-hmm. least. Like saying this is chicken and saying it's a healthy option but it's only actually 50 percent chicken and you're filling it with sodium it just it seems like a skeezy company to me i don't know i don't really like subway but i'm all for the option for people that do like subway yeah and i'm really curious to see if this whole martha stewart campaign actually does help improve the results yeah. with it because they Which, have gone nationwide I, I am also happy to hear that they just decided to relaunch it instead of just taking Give, it away altogether yeah just giving up yeah 
Um, but yeah, I just think there's so many other better options than Subway out there that maybe that's why it didn't do well. Yeah, but I mean, so, a lot people like Subway. And to be honest, like Subway is everywhere, right? Yeah. You say there's a lot of better options, but that's in the city. Yeah. Outside the city, it's slim pickings. <laughs> yeah. So. Especially like when McDonald's is your other option, they don't have any vegan options yeah. or whatever. Or like, generally speaking, McDonald's is still probably unhealthier than Subway. Mm. But yeah, I probably won't try it. I mean, I'll probably try it eventually, maybe, but I probably won't keep buying it. But I also feel that feeling that like we need to show support for it so they don't take it away. I mean, I I don't really feel that way when it comes to like things that I know. I'm not going to buy something just to support it if I don't like it. Don't you want them to know that like there is a demand for vegan options? I do, but I'm not going to... I, I don't want to pay for something that I'm not going to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like, let the people who are going to enjoy doing mm-hmm. that. Like, if I enjoyed it, absolutely, I would still buy it, like, consistently. But, like, if I'm not going to enjoy it, I'm not going to spend $6 on a sub sandwich that I'm not going to enjoy. <laughs> That's fair. Like, I wish I did enjoy it. I don't know if I do enjoy it or not. But, like, I hope I do. But I feel that, like guilt to have to do it but even for products that i do enjoy like the a and w chicken nuggets i'm like i should be buying those more often so they know that i want them but like honestly i just don't buy fast food that often and also like it's not that good for you to buy fast food that often whatever and also like it's not that good for your wallet yeah (laughs) that's my biggest thing it's just the wallet yeah especially when it comes to a and w a and w is not the cheapest option but i don't want them to think that like this is an unsuccessful product launch that they shouldn't have it because you should have it it's the best i think it's one of those things that i think even if you went there every day i think every company has a different standard of what is good for them especially it seems like especially going into plant-based food Mm -hmm. because they take it away from rural areas and they take it away from this or they take it away altogether it seems like they have a different standard for what they should consider successful for a vegan option Mm -hmm. so i just don't know if like like, I'm not going to subject myself to spending all this money on it all the time if they might already have unrealistic standards of what yeah. a real what a good selling amount is for them. Yeah. Like, they see all this demand, but then, like, obviously that demand doesn't translate every day. Not everyone's eating fast food every day. So I don't think they account for mm-hmm. those kinds of things where people are probably only eating you once a week max. Right? So I don't... Yeah. I don't think like you can feel bad for them taking it away if they had unrealistic expectations of how much they're going to sell. Okay, I'll just continue doing what I'm doing and hope that they never go away anyways. I think us talking about it is a lot too. So. That's true. Our podcast is very powerful that way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we manifest things. <laughs> and uh, also we tweet about things. We do all these things. So we show the support and we do buy, but like I can't afford to buy fast food every day. I also don't want to buy fast food every day. So, mm-hmm. And there's so many things to try and support now that like how do you, you have to decide which ones are the most important to you. I don't know. Nuggets. Nuggets. Uh, nuggets are the most important. <laughs> yeah, I know it's the most important to me. Nuggets. <laughs> I'm happy Martha's supporting vegan options, but I don't know if that translates to Martha's actual life. Like her know. demographic like, or her actual lifestyle? Her, her actual lifestyle. Like, I don't know much about Martha. And mm. I like I haven't seen any of her new shows or anything. Like, I don't know if her and Snoop cook vegan things ever. Mm. Like, I'm curious all these partnerships because Snoop's not vegan. Mm-hmm. Martha's not vegan. So I'm like curious by all these partnerships. 
Well, Snoop was because a lot of his, he has a lot of friends who are vegan. And yeah. I think he's invested in some vegan companies. So that's it's why very his interesting connection happened. I think he's just not fully vegan, but he eats vegan hmm. often. But like, I, I don't, don't know, know about, anything about Martha. Yeah, I know nothing about Martha. But that's because I don't care to. I know Martha got real, like way cooler when she went to prison. Yeah. I think she's the only person that got cooler after going to prison. Like that, like literally her whole demographic opened up after going <laughs> to prison. <laughs> you know, she did really come back from that strong. <laughs> she did. I think she's more popular now than yeah. she was before. Especially among like amongst younger demographics and stuff. You know what? If she can come back from prison, she can sell these meatballs. <laughs> I get it now. Okay. Yeah. Everything makes sense. <laughs> that's going to be it for this edition of In the News. I'm Devin. And I'm Catherine. And that's the way the plant-based cookie crumbles. ingredients yeah it's time to talk about ingredients because i feel like one of the most overwhelming things when you first go vegan is figuring out ingredient lists i think one of the most overwhelming things when you're vegan not even first going vegan is ingredient lists. how about just anytime you go to the store ingredient <laughs> yeah. lists are overwhelming even if you're not vegan <laughs> yeah it's so true you look at the ingredient you're less like whoa not getting into that today uh, we got too many big words <laughs> there's certain things that i legit sometimes like grab something off a thing and go to read i was like i don't even want to try today because <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i don't want to look up all these things I'm just, i don't need this today yeah. <laughs> also when there's just like a lot of really long words and none of them stand out for any reason I'm like oh just chemicals it's <laughs> fine chemicals are vegan right <laughs> okay devin yo labels Mm-hmm. how do you approach something in the store first of all i really don't like labels oh, <laughs> i thought you were gonna be like so i walk up to the shelf <laughs> i walk up to the shelf i look at the picture on the box i'm like i could eat that and then i realize i don't know how to read okay <laughs> <laughs> so you're somebody who sends me things all the time and who like you'll come to my house and be like i found out this was vegan and this is vegan and this is vegan I almost never go to the store and pick random things off the shelf to see if they're vegan. I almost <laughs> never do that. Unless I'm like actively searching. I'm like, oh, I need curry paste for this recipe. Uh-huh. Let me look for curry paste. But you come back with really random things. Why, how do you pick which things you're checking are vegan? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've probably wandered into whatever area I'm in for a specific product. And then if something else catches my eye along the way, it's just like, oh, hold up now. <laughs> It's like I'm always on a treasure hunt in yeah. the grocery store. Like, literally, Devin goes to the grocery store. I receive, like, eight texts and response <laughs> of just, like, pictures of ingredient lists. And I think I'm also just really optimistic these days to the point where I'm like, there's got to be new things out here that I don't know about yet. Uh, yeah, I no, I, you. I found myself doing some of that, too, where, like, if I see something new in the organic-y section, mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, let's see if this is vegan because there's always seems to always be a new vegan product coming mm-hmm. out. Um, I've been checking that kind of stuff, but I don't ever just, like, like – you went to the Pillsbury section and I i don't think I've ever walked to the Pillsbury okay. section since being vegan. Because I was buying crescent rolls. No, I know. But like, even if I was buying those, I don't think I would pick up other things You wouldn't things look to at check. anything else? I don't really? think so. I just gotta know. I think maybe because like, I like, do you go with a list to the grocery store? Yes. Oh, okay. I don't know. Because otherwise I would forget the crescent <laughs> rolls for sure. <laughs> You'd come back with like turnovers and stuff <laughs> and no crescent rolls. Um, yeah, no, I just, I think... Maybe it's the time span of being vegan or not. I think there are still things that you're trying to find that you miss mm. 
from before mm-hmm. that I've just kind of forgotten about. Mm-hmm. And like I've been reintroduced to them by you, <laughs> but I've just forgotten about. So yeah. I don't like actively search for replacements anymore. But I think you were still trying to find replacements for some things. Maybe. And maybe that's still just your mindset. Yeah. And I think it's really like those almost ready-made or convenient <laughs> things. And I'm like, if this is accidentally vegan, that is a game, game changer, changer for me. <laughs> um yeah okay so you just pick things randomly off yep when you're looking at ingredient lists Mm -hmm. so one of my number one things and i think you do the same Mm -hmm. the first thing i look at is cholesterol no that's not what you do bears beets no um i no when you mentioned this cholesterol thing that's not the first thing it might be something i get to eventually if i'm finding a lot of big words (laughs) (laughs) which happens pretty quickly let's be honest (laughs) They're all pretty big when you can't read. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> no, the first thing I look at is the like may contains or contains. Okay. The first thing I look at is cholesterol because more often than not, like obviously there's exceptions to all these rules, mm-hmm. but like most vegan food doesn't have cholesterol in it. Mm-hmm. And if it has an animal based product in it, it will have some level of cholesterol in it. Um, so that's the first thing I look at. Obviously, that's not the be all end all. If there's zero cholesterol, that doesn't mean it's vegan. <laughs> Imagine if I'm going to start looking one at that milligram first of now. cholesterol. That doesn't mean it's not vegan. Like, do- like that's just the first thing I go to. If it has cholesterol in it, I almost automatically assume I can't eat it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the first thing I look at because it's easy to look for. Mm-hmm. I don't have to search big words. <laughs> that's fair. The second thing I go to is the uh, contains the mm-hmm. allergen section um, to see if like. The common allergies, milk, um, milk's the only one that really lists that applies to us, is it? Because they don't list meat. No, they don't list like honey. No. They don't. It's only the allergen stuff. So they list like nuts, uh, milk. Soy. Soy. Wheat sometimes. Yeah, wheat. Um, So if there's like, that's the first, I look for milk, Mm -hmm. depending on obviously what you're shopping for. Yeah. um, And then I go to the ingredient list. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people don't realize what the may contains. Yeah, that's They're, a big problem. Yeah. So what does that mean, Catherine? It's basically put on the box for people with allergies. It doesn't mean it's in the food. It just means there's a chance of cross-contamination because either wherever this product is. So let's take Oreos, for example. Okay. <laughs> wherever, like if Oreos are made in the same facility that also produces products that have milk in them mm-hmm. and they either... It could just be the same facility, couldn't even be the same equipment. But if it's the same equipment or same facility, they have to put a may contain milk on there because there is a chance that through cleaning process or something, there could be an allergen in this through just like cross-contamination, touching, air particles, whatever it is. So they have to put it on there for legal reasons so that people with allergies don't consume this and have an allergic reaction um so it's put on there for that reason not because it's an actual ingredient or meaningfully placed in that food product so and this makes me so so sad because i see it a lot on facebook groups when Mm -hmm. people are like they'll post a picture of something and be like hey is this vegan and people are like uh read the ingredients it says may contain milk it's not vegan i was like whoa 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 guys no (laughs) this makes me so sad for you if that's (laughs) if you're not eating anything that says may contain milk because that's a lot of things that are off limits um it's it's not doesn't mean there's milk in the product it just means there's a chance of cross-contamination and if you're allergic to it you shouldn't eat it because you could have an allergic reaction to it but it doesn't mean there's milk in the ingredient list so i mean there are some people that like don't mess with cross-contamination even if you're not allergic those are really really intense people 
And that is a hard thing to live by. Oh, yeah. We do not recommend that unless you're allergic. (laughs) If you're not allergic to meat or milk or whatever it is, you can ignore the may contain section. Mm -hmm. It's fine. And honestly, if you're like a new vegan, the non-vegans in your life, that is such an important thing to teach them. Yes. Because I find that they're the people, like when I first learned that, when I was learning more about vegan and going vegetarian and stuff, that was such a game changer. And then still to this day, it's one of the biggest things that I'm always like educating people on. And they're like, oh no, this one says make contains. And I'm like, "Ah, ah, 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 (laughs) actually, (laughs) that one is quite okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they do it just like that it's basically like if so like a and w cooks their burgers on the same grill that they would cook meat burgers the vegan burger which is fully vegan burger would be may contain meat or beef or whatever it is because it's cooked on the same grill and it could have come into contact with some meat juices or something like that accidentally Mm -hmm. that's all it means yeah it makes sense yeah so if you're a new vegan if you're a vegan for a long time if you aren't vegan and you're shopping for vegans whatever the case is that's what the may contain section means you don't have to worry about it unless you want to be super super strict in your life but you don't have to worry about it because you don't have to worry about it unless you're allergic yes Okay, now what else? After you get past the cholesterol and the may contains or contains, then you got to go into the actual list sometimes. Yeah, that's the hardest part. That's where you get overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. Because there's also a lot of, I think, ingredients that people, even probably us, don't Mm -hmm. know aren't vegan. Mm Because a lot, also, a lot of ingredients have like eight different names they go by. Yep. So like sugar goes by like eight different names, depending on what the company is deciding to call it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, which is bonkers um so it's really like ingredients lists are so so stressful which is why i don't stress like if you make a mistake once it's okay Mm -hmm. just you know jot down an ingredient that you didn't know if you learn of ingredients being like keep a list in your phone or something like that or um we talked about there's apps that you can get but um i think at the beginning there's a lot of reading and looking up Mm-hmm. grocery shopping could take a lot longer at the beginning of your vegan journey yeah and then i don't know it like it's probably a combination of just learning what to look out for and also learning to just like let it go a little bit yeah. because i feel like i i don't really stress that much like if i'm mostly sure that it's okay i'll usually just yeah have it the only time i will do like double down on my research is if it's something that we're going to include or talk about in a video or in a recipe because yeah. then i'm like well well yeah i don't you don't want to falsely promote something yeah but for my own consumption i'm usually i think like i'm pretty sure i'm like 99 percent sure this is vegan yeah uh i've done as much due diligence as i want to do (laughs) yeah or like i honestly can't find an explanation of if the ingredient in this product is okay yeah that's another thing it's like sugar yeah sugar is one of the most confusing things I think in veganism ever <laughs> because a lot of sugar is processed through bone char in the States. Mm-hmm. I don't know about other countries other than the States and Canada. I don't really know. This is just based on like what I've heard around and all that kind of stuff, um, which a lot of people don't consider vegan, mm-hmm. which is a fair thing to not consider vegan if you want to go that route. That's totally fine. But it's also something that's really, really hard to avoid. Mm-hmm. Like, there are some sugars in the states that I'm sure aren't processed through bone char, but they don't 
label that yeah they just put sugar yeah so you don't know whether that is in like it takes a lot of research to research a specific product usually you have to reach out to the company and do all this that's a pain and like you don't need to make your life harder especially for um and this is like completely my personal thought on it is that bone char which sugar is processed with in the states a lot of canadian sugar manufacturers don't use bone char so Mm -hmm. that's good to know so if your product's manufactured in Canada and it has sugar in it, most likely it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but sh- bone char that's used to process sugar, it's a byproduct of the meat and dairy industry. So they use it because it's a cheap option that's available because people consume meat. But if people didn't and it wasn't available to them, they'd use something else because it's no longer a cheap option. So they aren't killing animals for bone char. They're killing animals for meat and there happens to be bone char left over or bone marrow, whatever is used, bone left over that this industry can use to filter and process their sugar. So it's one of those like kind of gray areas that it's not directly causing like sugar farmers aren't like having cows in their backyard and like killing them for their products. They're getting this through the meat industry. So it's like by decreasing your sugar consumption doesn't really impact the meat industry in any way it's if you decrease your meat consumption and we slowly decrease the amount of like farming animals and all that kind of stuff then by like default the sugar industry has to change their processing method because it wouldn't be cheaper anymore exactly they wouldn't raise they would have to have just for the bone exactly because it's just a waste of money like it costs a lot of money to raise an animal um so it's one of those things that's kind of a gray area i understand why some people want to avoid it but i don't think you should punish yourself for not wanting to avoid it because it's a lot to avoid mm-hmm. um but yeah and also for canadians you most likely don't have to worry about this because a lot of i think red path in canada isn't processed i think they have one plant that might use bone char but i don't remember exactly if that's true or not um, and then there's another one that's, I think, doesn't use bone char either. Mm-hmm. I think most Canadian sugars don't use bone char. I remember when we went vegan for a week in like college. Yeah. We basically went sugar free because we heard about this bone, bone char, char thing. And we're like, oh, I guess we can't eat sugar. Yeah. And, and I mean, we that only made it like went, twice as hard. Yeah, we only went vegan for that week. We yeah. did not stick we to it. We cut out so many unnecessary things. Like yeah. we also ended up being a lot of gluten free stuff yeah. because we were so lost and confused. So sad. <laughs> so young yeah, I just don't think you should make it harder for yourself. Like I think you're making a huge impact by just getting meat, getting rid of meat and dairy mm-hmm. is already a huge impact that you don't need to nitpick every little thing that you do because no one's living a perfect vegan life, whether or not they eat sugar or not. There's animal products in Canadian money. There's like animal products in so many things. Mm-hmm. So um, it's one of those things that you just kind of have to decide amongst yourself if you're okay with. Yep. And we've decided we are okay with it. Amongst ourselves. <laughs> yes. We decided. Yeah. Um, so there's some other like common ingredients that will stand out right away, right? Like things like gelatin. Yes. Definite no. Which like, I think also people don't realize. Yes. Because it's not obvious that gelatin is necessarily not vegan. Yeah. Or you don't realize that it might be in that thing. Like with Popeye sticks, I was eating them and I was like, why would there be gelatin in these? People don't realize marshmallows aren't vegan Mm -hmm. because they like, not that they forget gelatin's in there, but they just like, it's a marshmallow. It's pure sugar. What would be not vegan about it? um but yeah i i have like a list here of things that might be 
like casein is a milk protein that was, the next one I was gonna say um that might be kind of like you don't realize i think they have it in brackets now milk yeah. beside it because i think they have to lactose is a milk sugar uh whey is a milk byproduct collagen is from bones i think now going back to the lactose there's yeah. a difference between the lactose and if it says lactic acid right yeah lactic acid i think lactic acid i think is just hold on i think lactic acid is vegan yeah i think it is too but i it's one of those things where you stop for a second and you're like wait a second that sounds like it could be milk because they're very similar yeah. right but yeah lactic acid is fine mm-hmm. lact uh lactose is not mm-hmm. um elastin which i don't really know what that's in but oh, that's on this list okay not vegan uh it's found in neck ligaments yeah. yucky keratin is not vegan which that's kind of in be- beauty products a lot yeah. more okay because it's like toning stuff yeah. yeah and anything that's like a collagen based is usually yeah a no um gelatin not vegan lard is not vegan that's an animal fat Blech um tallow is also another word for lard basically which i don't think i've ever seen on an ingredient mm-hmm. list so i don't think you'll have to worry about finding tallow on an ingredient list but lard is in a lot of pastry right so yeah, you have yeah. to watch for that kind of stuff um aspic which i've never seen before apparently it's an industry alternative to gelatin but it's also not vegan i've never heard of that either yeah um shellac isn't vegan which is on a lot of candies yep Honey is not vegan for certain people. Mm-hmm. There are some vegans that choose to consume honey. That's, again, your personal choice. Mm-hmm. We don't consume honey because we just don't. Mm-hmm. Um, propolis, which I've never heard of. Oh, it's used by bees in the construction of their hives. I don't know what it's used in for food. Okay. So Ro- don't eat the hives. <laughs> Royal jelly not vegan something what? from a honeybee again i was like what about unroyal jelly? this is another one that people might not realize vitamin d3 ah yes that's the a huge cereal one. killer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even do that on purpose <laughs> yeah vitamin d3 is basically an added vitamin that a lot of cereal and breakfast brand brands add to um their products in order for them to be able to make claims like has 10 percent of your vitamin d in it or whatever it is to make their products sound healthier which they aren't but vitamin d3 if listed on an ingredient list is almost like 99 percent not vegan Mm -hmm. because it comes from fish i believe um so so and it's in a lot of cereals and it's the only thing in cereals that make it not vegan other than if you count sugar but so like cinnamon toast crunch and fruit loops, fruit loops looking and all at things. you they have vitamin d3 in them and that makes them not vegan but we discovered a lot of off brands don't use vitamin d3 yeah. so um if you're not sure about a product we always reach out to brands yeah like on facebook or something and ask them about a certain product that's how we found out that president's choice fruitios that taste so similar to fruit loops are in fact vegan it's amazing it truly they is. They were on sale at the grocery store the other day and I came so close to buying a box. Come on, you got to. I didn't, I eat them so quickly if I do. <laughs> but also, I am still so confused by Cinnamon Toast Crunch because D3 is not listed in the ingredients. And in like the nutrition facts, it says 0%. Yeah. But people say that it's not and it has... Maybe it's got vitamin D3 in the States. Maybe it's different. That's what I don't know. Why don't you reach out to them? Because I have a life. <laughs> <laughs> but also like we found one that tastes so similar to it, so I don't really care. Yeah. That one literally doesn't taste any different. I know. You can't tell. And I think Fruit Loops, you can tell a little bit of a difference. But like, I think these ones, the PC ones actually taste like more fruit-like, less fake. 
Okay, that's good. If I'm remembering Fruit Loops correctly. I don't know. Me neither. But yeah, so vitamin D3 is one that you have to watch out for. If you see that ingredient list, it is basically not vegan. So mm-hmm. put that back. And another place that I always forget to look for things like D3 was there's a there's a zinc vitamin that I used to take mm-hmm. like when I was getting sick. Yeah. And it would have D3 added to it. And I yeah. didn't realize for the longest time. I didn't check my vitamins for added vitamins. Yeah. Also, like, something to remember just on the vitamin talk or, like, medicine talk, gel capsules aren't vegan Mm. because they have gelatin in them. If it's your only option, please still take medicine that is a gel capsule. (laughs) Um, But if you can find one that's in a tablet form, Mm -hmm. that one's a better alternative. And there's actually quite a few of the gummy vitamins that don't use gelatin. Yeah. Which is nice. Um, Okay. uh, Another one I want to bring up is... Ising, isinglass oh yeah, yeah, yeah um it's used in a lot of wines and some beers um for filtering i think um and it's made from fish bladders that is something that uh you have to watch out for if you want to drink wine mainly it is used in some beers but i think that's a practice that's pretty minimal in beer now mm. could be wrong about that but wine is a big one but also with wine it won't say on the bottle, it won't say right? It. Yeah, you have to basically look into it. Yeah. There's a great app or website, not an app. Website, yeah. Website called Barnivore that mm-hmm. kind of like just indexes everything for you. Mm-hmm. Um, though, I don't know if they reach out to companies or if it's people reaching out to companies and putting it on Barnivore. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if it's like a Wikipedia style thing where they just add to it. Um, but it's a great resource if you want to check to see if your favorite wine's vegan. Yeah. Um, you can also reach out and just ask what they use to filter their products. Um, also, a lot of wines will use eggshells to filter their things. Again, that's a pie product. They probably don't raise chickens for that. Mm. But it's still something to watch for. There's a lot of other... Like, veganism in um, alcohol is actually becoming more popular than, I would say, food these days. So, there's if there's a wine that's not vegan, you can probably find a wine that is vegan pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And it's... It also could be that that wine has been vegan all along, but now they're starting to actually label them. Yes. And I like, I don't care. They're doing it because, oh, let's put the label on it for marketing. Yeah. It'll get people's attention. But like, honestly, thank you because it makes it so much easier. Yeah. Otherwise, it could be so difficult to know to yeah. the point where I'm just like, I'm, I mean, I'm going to buy the wine. I usually just stick to a brand that I know is vegan. Like a, So like a winery here in Ontario that I know is vegan is Southbrook. Yeah. All their wines are vegan and they actually changed that over. They used to do eggshells, but now they're completely vegan, which is nice um they're all vegan i think a lot Um, of sandbanks ones are vegan um i don't know if all of them are but i know some of massey's wines are vegan my favorite red wine Mm -hmm. so good um but things like that just watch out for those things and those things aren't obvious so you just kind of have to look those up and like again if you buy something that's not vegan don't beat yourself up about it yeah i assume you're not drinking wine all the time unless you're devin but (laughs) hello (laughs) Okay, I didn't know about this one because I don't really buy this stuff, but cod liver oil is a very popular one, apparently, in creams and lotions. Oh. So check that because I guess it's lubricating. Right. So watch I got to be honest, I don't read a lot of... I don't really buy creams and lotions. So. No, I use whatever's in the bathroom already. <laughs> I just like... I usually... I have a company that I buy for like soaps and stuff like that, but I don't remember the last time I bought creams and lotions. Okay. Usually I go to like uh, a Winners or a Marshalls yeah. and a lot of those are actually listed like cruelty-free vegan, yeah. which is really nice. So Because I use a lot of the Live Clean stuff for yeah. like shampoo and then I've been trying from Jessica Alba's company, oh, Honest yeah. Company. 
their conditioner it's vegan nice all like plant-based um but as far as lotions and stuff i don't know i should look into that when i get home Mm -hmm. i don't know what i'm putting on my body yeah that's it's it's like a whole other world when you branch out of food (laughs) it's so truly we're still trying to learn it so we're not (laughs) the best source for that stuff and then the last one on this list is pepsin which is in a lot of vitamins apparently so it's made from uh pig stomachs okay right then lovely Oh, um, and then food colorings is something to watch out for. Uh, yeah. A lot of food colorings aren't vegan because they come from like insects and stuff like that. Um, food additives are on this list. So E numbers, apparently. Um, all food additives in Europe must be marked on the ingredients list and are given an E number, which can make navigating labels a little more difficult. Many of these E numbers are fine for vegans. However, there are a few to look out for that are not cruelty free. So carmine is one that's not vegan. Mm-hmm. That's E120. I don't, I don't know if I'm this. never going to remember yeah. this. I don't know if the E numbers are in Canada. Like, I don't know if that's just a European thing. Okay. Um, but carmine, beeswax, um, gelatin, shellac, L-cysteine, and it's der- derivatives, which I've seen on ingredients before. It's made from animal hair and feathers. Hmm. Um, so that's not vegan. It's... Found in some breads, like mass-produced breads. Mm-hmm. Um, lanolin isn't vegan. That comes from sheep. What was that in? That was in made in a lot of cosmetics. I don't know oh, what else it would else be I in, but seeing it in. Um, did we talk about confectioners glaze? We have not, because that's something that because I really like sprinkles. I know that sometimes that gets put on. It's yes. got the shiny, yeah. right? And that's not vegan. Yes. There's, yeah, and a lot of, like, you have to watch for red food colorings Mm because they're made from beetles a lot of times. Lactitol is a sweetener derived from lactose. Never seen that one before, though. Oh, man. Oh, lactic acid. Okay, lactic acid says it's a a gray area one because it can be made from animal products, but it can also be vegan. See, that is the problem. Sometimes it's okay and sometimes it's not, and they don't clarify that on the ingredient list or on their websites, and they don't give me their home phone numbers. (laughs) um what were you gonna say you said you were gonna say something well another one that i struggle with is when it says things like natural butter flavor yeah those are difficult and sometimes it's okay and sometimes it's not but there's no consistency The things with natural butter flavor if it actually has like butter it'll have to say it should say milk okay in an an allergen form okay so if it doesn't say contains milk you should be okay okay. you should be i don't know whether to trust that yeah it's hard like again do your best like you're never going to be perfect i'm sure i've eaten things that i think are vegan that aren't Mm -hmm. end up being vegan and i still don't know to this day i'm sure but um try your best it's a lot it's a learning curve i've been vegan over five years and no almost five years and i still don't necessarily know ingredient list crazy well so um once you figure out an ingredient's not vegan put it down in your phone or something like that i don't know uh there's some apps look up some apps there's an app called is it vegan it's not the best app in the world because it doesn't have like all the like more local products and stuff like that but it can be helpful for bigger things um but something else i wanted to mention before we actually end the episode is that dairy free lactose free and free from don't necessarily mean vegan Mm -hmm. uh dairy free is like great but there can be other things Mm -hmm. in it lactose free just means it doesn't have that milk sugar yeah it's not even close to being vegan yeah it could still have dairy in it um and then free from 
blank whatever it is just always double check with the ingredients Mm -hmm. don't just go based on the marketing terms they're putting on the front i almost never base anything on the front because everything that goes on the front unless it's like a full-on registered label is all marketing Mm -hmm. so they're just trying to put it's like the when they're like 10% 10% of your daily source of vitamin D or whatever. It's obviously not natural vitamin D. Mm-hmm. They're just adding it to it. So it's all marketing. Make sure you read the ingredient list. Make sure you are okay with what the ingredient says. Don't just go based on the front of the packaging. Yeah. I wish I could say that like your vegan instincts start to grow and you just like, you can sense when something <laughs> is vegan. But honestly, just, you just walk down the aisle and you're like, I smell vegan food. Or you just pick it up and you read it. And you're like, I feel like I can, I could just... <laughs> just it feels vegan to me yeah but that has that has backfired on me a couple times yeah that's okay you learn from it like i'm not gonna spend two hours at the grocery store looking at every single ingredient Mm -mm. like it's it's a lot of work some people will do it awesome for you i also don't shop that much like i get the same things over and over yeah exactly and i also don't get a lot of necessarily processed things that i don't aren't from vegan companies yeah. so i don't know do you do you have anything to add to the ingredient list discussion mm, i just want everyone to know that smart food movie theater <laughs> butter popcorn is vegan in canada it actually says on their website <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was my most recent find from one of my grocery store investigations yeah also not a recent find but ketchup chips no name no name ketchup chips are vegan and that's the best accidentally vegan product that ever existed. <laughs> Sorry, Americans. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, that's actually kind of another tip. A lot of off-brand, mm-hmm. like not name-brand companies, will actually not more are more likely to be vegan sometimes because they're using cheaper ingredients. So, if you like are finding like if you're reading the ingredient list to something that's a name-brand, you're like, this isn't vegan. Check the off-brand one because chances are it might be depending on what it is so mm-hmm. double check that because lay's ketchup chips aren't vegan but no name ketchup chips are it's the best <laughs> hacks yes i hope that this episode was helpful for any non-vegans long-term vegans or people who know a vegan and have to shop for them sometimes yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i shop for vegans a lot yeah myself and me and no. you uh, we will leave a link to some of the articles we were referencing that had the list of ingredients, correct? Sure, yeah. Yeah, we'll leave that in the <laughs> show notes so that you can read through it or so that I can read through it because I will I definitely forget most of the things that Catherine said that I didn't already know about. Yeah. So there we go. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future episodes. If you enjoyed it, give it a rating and review because that helps it reach more people. Share it with a friend. All that fun stuff. We really want it to try and grow in 2020. Yeah, goals. If you want to check out any of our vegan recipes, you can find our blog at twomarketgirls.com or we are called Two Market Girls on YouTube. We are also Two Market Girls on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. I think I got them all and Catherine's just going to sneak into your subconscious. Not yet. Whispering. (laughs) Should we get on TikTok? Yes. Okay. Great. Oh my God. Okay, uh, thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. TMG TikTok. I like it. Actually, it has a nice ring to it. TMG (laughs) TikTok? Yeah.